You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. All right. You guys, you got your what? No Red Bull. I, there's a Red Bull in the car. I didn't bring it in okay. intentionally. I actually finished it before I brought it in. Okay, do it. Welcome to the Amateur Tarot Pod. On this podcast, we, two thoughtful, non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That was Ben that chimed in on the end there. And the person who brought you into this episode was Kevin. And that is Shira, even though you guys probably can't hear. But know that she's also here. She is present. And Julia is in the other room, maybe watching TV. Kind of sounds like she's watching TV. I can't hear the TV, but that's good. I'd assume she's in the living room. Kind of like we're going to get to the living room after this introduction. Yeah, exactly. Because we're here in the office. In our, we've got today. We both got on shorts. Kevin's got on the podcast shorts. I just have regular shorts. Hats. We're both wearing hats. It's a hat podcast today. Yeah, it's Saturday morning. So Saturday morning's a good hat time. Yeah, for I sure. had to shower and didn't have time to do my hair, so you know. Had to throw the hat on. Wait, so you showered and then you put the hat on? Yeah, my mom always makes fun of me for that too. Because like now you're going to have to do something with your hair. Like if you want to do it later, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to do it again. Yeah, but I'm kind of – well, so here's the thing. I worked out this morning, so I definitely had to shower. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to play golf this afternoon. So I'm going to be wearing a hat for that. And I'm going to get sweaty again. And so if I go out or do something tonight, I'm going to have to shower before I do that after playing golf. How's the golf game going? Not good. No, okay. It's fun. I like doing it. I enjoy spending hours looking for a ball in the woods, you know, and it's the social aspect of it that, you know, it's a super frustrating game. Yeah. It's not like tarot where I can pick up stuff as I come along and stuff comes back to me. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do with my golf swing and I try to do it every time and it never works. (laughs) So there's that. All right. Well, maybe uh, just keep practicing. That's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to take lessons like in the winter. Okay. And they're inside. And then next year is going to be. That's your year. Yeah, 20, 2020 year of the Kevin. We should say that we do a few things on this show. The first of which is a performance review. Yes. And I will tell you, having looked at what's on the docket for this week's performance review, either we did a pretty good job or walls were just lazy. <laughs> We'll get into that in a second because I can't actually remember what episode it was, so it's going to take me a minute. All right. Next, we do the main reason that you're listening to – well, I don't know why you're listening to this show. Maybe it's just like a path dependence thing. Like you've been listening for 50 episodes and and we just show up every week and you're like, okay, well, I'll just – I. it's like I'm on this path. Maybe they're listening because they like my voice. That could be it. Maybe they were about to unsubscribe and then you started and then – Now they're just cemented lols. Maybe they're still listening because they listened to that one episode with Julia and they're like, where'd that woman go? <laughs> well, she came back last she did episode. Come back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the key feature of the show is the part where we take a question from the universe that the universe has delivered to us. And then we 
answer it using the tarot. And the way that we do that, it's simple. We've done it for 137 times before today, and this is how it works. We draw three cards, and in the order that we draw them, they consist of the recent past, the current action, and the future 100% of my back spiritual goal, guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only. Outcome. Book it. That was one take. There it is. It's been a while since you've done it in one take on mic. It's been, yeah. Yeah. It's It's been a struggle, but I think I'm back. I'm proud of you. I've recovered. Yeah. Uh, after that, we're going to do the card of the week, and that's a card for everybody and the querent. Yeah. But everybody. But everybody, which does include the queer. It includes the queer. And aliens. Yeah. If you're out there. And Lycan. I guess that's another question. You know, Brian and I spent a lot of time thinking about like how the card of the week counts depending on when you might hear the podcast. I don't... Maggie will know what we came out with. I don't quite remember. I think it's like the last one you listen to is what it counts for. So like if you're a week behind and you hear that you know, last week's card of the week was strength or whatever. That's the card for this week, even though we've submitted a new card. Yeah. But, I, but the point of me bringing this up was to say aliens, you know, depending on how far away they are, it's going to be like 10,000 years before they hear this. Well, then it'll be the card of the week in 10,000. Like, exactly. I mean, the, the card of the week would not be very meaningful to them because they would have to be like, well, what was I doing this day 10,000 years ago? Exactly. If they were even around. I don't know what alien lifespan is. I don't are. either. I'm the alien expert here. Yeah, you're the know. expert. You should know. Shoot. I think it's just like the last time you listen. But then yeah. what is it for us? Do we have like two two cards of the week that are like two weeks? And they I've never both, thought about that. And they both are for the two weeks going ahead. We have two cards. And we have to keep – it's both of those cards for both weeks. Teaser to next week's episode. That'll be something that we're going to discuss because that'll be interesting to look back at the cards of the week for that. Okay. All right. Teaser though. Teaser. Put that and, in your back pocket. All right. And then after after all that, we have the outro, which is a time where we ask you to do a bunch of things for us. But also make jokes. We do make a lot of jokes. And then after that, Kevin's favorite part of the show, the bit that I saved for the end of the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we're going to have a doozy this week. Yeah, this one's (laughs) going to be a good one. All right. Let's do it. Do you want to get into it? Because it's a big, actually, it's a very big Queerance Corner. This is a good, yeah. I'm I'm excited to just jump right into Queerance Corner. We didn't do the performance review. Oh, my gosh. All right. It's time for the performance review. Let's do it. Bom 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 Here we are in the performance review. And we we really just have one note. In that episode, I dropped all the cards on the floor, if you recall. I do recall. And then there was gonna be potential for a reversal and it never happened. But it was a mess. We did have to like take a break in the podcast, pick up all the cards, put them back. They were all out of out of order. And we asked if that meant something. Because like when a card falls out of your deck, people call that, I think, a jumper. And and that means something. Like you're supposed to look at that card because it really wants to be seen. Right. So we asked, does it mean something if you drop all the cards? Like if they're all jumpers. <laughs> and what was the uh, what was the prognosis? Maggie said, dropping your cards means that your hands are too small. Yeah, she really got you on that one. I had a good laugh. A funny joke. Yeah, back in the rating days when I used to do ratings, I would include like if the cards were too big to <laughs> shuffle. Because a lot of these decks, like the standard size deck is a fine size. It's it's large, but a fine size. But then some of these decks are huge. You know, I can't even get my hands around them. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And so this is... Uh, so yeah, I mean, but... But I, even maybe the regular deck. <laughs> I think that they, they probably are too big. It's like shoes that I'm trying to like, one size too big that I'm trying to grow into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do an okay job of shuffling most of the time. So. Thanks. I will say, now thinking back to that episode of which one it was that 
we do I do have some performance review improvement already okay. seen in it. And the candles lit. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. Some some people will know what that means. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the candle's lit. The candle's here. I'll have you know, I didn't light it. Oh, I, I am 100% certain that you did not light that candle. <laughs> so there's that. Yep. So we're improving. We're improving. And that's it. That's all we have for, for this. That's a pretty good performance review, if I do say so myself. We're doing a good job. <laughs> Let's get out of this performance review. Bum, bum, be dum, be dum, bum, be. Well... That was the performance review. Let's jump into a Queer's Corner that I'm really excited for. This is a big one. There's some breaking news inside of this Queer's Corner. Yeah, and this is like an episode that will go down in history. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What episode is it? 138. 138. I mean, it's going to be like bookmark it. Book it. Bookmark it. Uh, this is one to remember, so... All right. Now, yeah, this one is going to go down to history. Now that you said that, while we were while the song was playing, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, have we done a good job in the front of this episode to, you know, like this is the big historical moment, but have we made the lead up to the big historical moment good enough? Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't, I don't think we're going to. Are do we having any, a good episode? I don't think we're going to do it any reflecting better. Okay, so <laughs> the pre-show was top quality. It was lit. <laughs> All right. I mean, who's going to read this one? Do you want to read the history-making question, or should I? I think that you should be the one to read it. All right. This question comes to us from Brian from St. Louis. And if you're thinking, like, the the previous podcast host, Brian? Yes. That Brian. The Brian. Our our boss. Our boss, yeah. The podfather. Our CEO. <laughs> the podfather. Pod, podcast her host emeritus. <laughs> Brian. Brian. All right, I'm just going to read the question, I think. Just do it. Yeah, okay. Bear in mind, this was sent like a week and a half ago, and we're just now recording the episode, so what? I'm just going to read the question. Just read the question. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, pressure on this announcement. All right, so Brian says, my partner is going to have a baby like any second now. Brackets, it happened. And while I am filled with joy and gratitude and anticipation, I am also overcome by feelings of fear and grief and anxiety. Besides simply loving my new human and making sure that they learn that kindness is the highest pursuit, what should I do to make my new family successful for me, my partner, and my new addition? Forgot to say my question. This is a follow-up email. Forgot to say my question. I've been a law since the very first episode. I love the show, and I love what it's become. Kevin has been a wonderful addition, and I can't wait till At Scouts Tarot starts putting up some good, good content. Well, first of all, congratulations. Big congrats. The baby happened. It's all up on Instagram. Yep. Baby Rose. Baby Rose. Congrats to Brian. That's uh, a key reason that Brian left the show, but now you know. Now you know. That was what we were keeping from you. But now you know why Brian left the show. That's one of the reasons Brian's time was a bit more precious than uh, recording a stupid podcast. Definitely was way more precious than goofing around with me and Ben for an hour or two every every other week. I also want to say... Thanks for the nudge to start posting content yeah. on Scouts Terror. Do you like that he was like, Kevin's a great host, but also like, you've made some promises that you haven't kept. I've been a busy guy, which you'll find out on next episode, on the next episode. Why Man, some big, more news. Yeah. It's it was, a big two weeks for us, Ben. Yeah, these are two episodes that are going to be historical. I love teasing. But anyway, I think that, you know, couldn't be happier for Brian and his partner and the baby. 
Yeah. Do we have any pre-advice? Do we want to even do pre-advice or should we just get to the cards? Because this question about babies seems somewhat out of our league. I mean, I don't know if we should do some pre-advice, but let's just kind of break it down okay. real quick so that we're all we're both on the same page. Mm-hmm. So what Brian's asking what what should he do to make the new family successful for him? Yeah. For everybody in for, the family. Sure. Yeah. Because um, it's exciting, but also kind of scary. And I mean, especially as he was writing this question before it happened, like he's thinking about the baby coming and like, what am I going to do? Right. And now it's been about a week and he's probably still like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't imagine that being in that situation. I have a niece who's about two years old now. And I was up there, you know, when she was born, they live in Chicago. Uh And I think like the best part about it was like holding this little human, but also knowing that like, I didn't have, yeah, (laughs) I don't have this responsibility. Yeah. But I think that my pre-advice, I don't know if it's really pre-advice, but it's just a pat on Brian's back where Brian's an awesome human. And I think he's going to be successful in doing this. Yeah, I do too. Let's get to the cards. One shuffle for ear picks. The ear pick shuffle. <laughs> that should be like down, down, do your dance, okay. do your dance. <laughs> the Cupid shuffle, the ear pick shuffle. <laughs> it's a slightly different dance. Slightly different. All right. There it is. Into the past. What if it's the fool? Again. It probably would be. Brian's favorite card is the fool. Flip. It's not. It's the four of wands. The four of wands. Oh. This is perfect. Yeah, this is uh, the Four of Wands is the one that you said is red at weddings, right? Yeah. White, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it's four posts in the ground with Garland over it. They're obviously at a wedding celebrating, coming together. Everybody's partying, looks excited, hands are up in the air. Yeah. I mean, this is like the perfect pass card because it's about the coming together of people, of families. It's about a wedding, it's about family. I mean, this is a situation. Here's these two people. They've ha- they're having a baby. They've come together as one. That's good. Unit. I like I like the four of wands in this situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is like one of the most positive cards in the deck. Very happy. Very joyous. Perfectly described situation. Yeah, and it's good that it's like in the past because it's kind of it. A lot of times you can get cards in the past. I think where it's like. Well, is that like how close of the past is that? Yeah. What should I apply it to? But this one's just kind of like right nose on the yeah, hammer on the nail, hammer on the know. nose, yeah, hammer on the nose. <laughs> it's, Ouch! It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's but right it, there. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but like a good ouch. Oh, okay. <laughs> a good ouch. <laughs> I think we should probably just go to the present. Yeah, flip the four of swords. We've had this was I think this was the first card. It was in the first reading that we did together. Mm-hmm. Another four. Another four. Fours are typically good, right? Yeah, they're about like stability because like you know four legs on a chair or a table. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if I, so, this is a a person lying on um, a bed with a sword under them, and then there's three on the wall. With a you know mosaic window and stuff, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is kind of like a resting to go tackle on more things, right? Chef's kiss, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, so again, um, swords are usually not the best cards, but I think in this situation where we're reading it, 
it's you've been through the pregnancy. Everything's been like so climactic, like anxiety and worried about this new human coming into your life. Now the new humans here, you're doing great, but it's like you still got 18 years of this. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, yes, this is fun and it's hard and it's good. And you're learning a bunch of new stuff. It's still, you're kind of taking a breather almost because it's like all that anxiety of getting the baby here of having, you know, this new life change it's here. It's not as big of a deal as you thought it was going to be, I guess, you know, it's not as like scary or anxious. So you're resting kind of waiting for that next step. Yeah. I think you, a hundred percent nailed it, and I'm not even going to add anything to that. We're just going to go right into the future. Boom. Let's hope it's a, was a four. That'd be awesome. That would be really cool. Stability. Flip. It's not. It's a nine. The nine of coins. Yes. Do I think we call them new coins or do we call them pentacles? I can't. I think remember. I go back and forth. Okay. Yeah, the nine of pentacles. It's a woman standing in a garden. I so a subnote. Like I love how. A lot of the coin cards are in a garden. Okay. It's kind of like reaping what you sow type yeah. symbolism there. Uh, but it looks like a vineyard, uh, to be more specific, of the type of garden. Um, she's adorned in a white robe. In Her right hand is touching the pentacles. In her left hand, there's a bird on her hand. It's raised up a little bit. Um, she looks content. From the symb- symbolism and what I know about coins and just by looking at the optics of this card i would say that she's accumulating wealth yeah and has it Mm -hmm. and i don't know i guess further what that means so generally this card yeah there's this woman and she's doing well for herself she has like her villa in the background over here and she's in the garden with the bird and the money and she's just living like this luxurious life because she's made it Nice. Do you think this is Baby Rose? Yeah. She's like living the life of luxury. She's made it. Oh, yeah. I like that. So we have like a really nice spread here. I don't know that we've necessarily said what like Brian's question ends. What should I do to make my family like successful? It looks like the answer is that it will be successful. So maybe... The advice here is look back at the past and the present card. We have the four of like the family coming together and then the four of swords resting, preparing for the next challenge. Part of the symbolism of the swords is the one sword on the bottom pointing to the left. It's like pointing to that past card and saying, here's a challenge we've solved. And now the other swords above him are new challenges that might arise. And so I'm going to say that the advice is the nine in the future says that This is going to be successful, but to get there requires relying on this family unit that you've put together and then taking things one step at a time. Like you have the one sword that you've tackled. There's more swords, more challenges to come, but you're just going to take them one at a time. You're going to rely on your family. You're going to rest in between these challenges, take time for yourself, and then that's going to yield a successful outcome. Yeah. I mean, I think too, it's like it can't really say more to that like what you said was right but it's always like i guess when i look at the anxiety part or the worrisome part about it and it's like i think the four in the present situation is kind of telling you like tackle that one thing that one challenge that you have in front of you and then when there isn't a challenge in front of you take that time to rest and like appreciate and yeah recoup um, because there is going to be more challenges and, and you can only tackle a challenge that's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So why worry about the stuff that's in the future? Stuff's going to happen. 
you just, I mean, you you have to be ready for it. So, I don't know. I think it's a really good reading. I think so too. I think it's. I would venture to say that it's probably the second best reading that, or not not the second best. It's up there with John's reading. Oh, um, about. I think this one's probably better. So those are like one, two for me as far as our readings. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, it, yeah. Rose in her garden. So congrats. Big congrats to Brian. Good luck. It's going to turn out awesome. It definitely will. You're going to be great at this. The cards think so too. Yeah, we thought so. The cards think so. The laws probably think so. Sure thinks so. Yes. Thanks, Brian. That's really cool to share that with us and in the Lyles. Uh We really appreciate it, and we're excited for you. You're going to be a great dad. Yeah. You're also you're already a dad to this podcast. Yeah, pod dad, and it's going great without you. So we like finally got it. We're like in college now. Yeah, we've you know? we've moved out, but <laughs> we've moved out. I think we need to get him a shirt. This is like pod dad. <laughs> yeah. Should we go to card of the week? Time for card of the week. We we did some shuffles while Kevin and I were discussing business ideas off mic while you were listening to the song. <laughs> and then here's one for Earptics. Oop, those small hands are not... Uh, not working. Not doing too well. All right. The card of the week. This is a card for everyone. We draw it. We tell you about it. You remember it. You put it in your back pocket. And you think about it this week when you're facing life's biggest struggles. Or small struggles. This or is, if things go right, you think back to your friends, Kevin and Ben, and say, aha, they told me this would go well. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. This is also the time where, if you've been enjoying this podcast so far, you unplug. You share the wealth. You share the wealth. Because it is for everybody in this universe. Yeah. And the Marvel and DC universes. Yeah. This is for like <laughs> Batman and Iron Man and yep. uh, all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Flip. Another pentacle, this time the queen of pentacles. We've had the queen of pentacles before. I think so. I say that like every card. I'm like, we've had this card. We'll eventually have them all. I mean, there are some cards that we haven't had, though. There are some cards we haven't had. We get a lot of repeats. We'll do the math on that later for you. I'll get back to you. Yeah, get back on the probability. Uh, Queen of pentacles is a queen sitting on her throne, holding a pentacle. Um, There's a bunny in there. I wonder if Alan will tell us about the bunny. I'm sure he will. Ooh, yeah. there's a new book over there. Oh, yeah, there are some there are some new books. We'll talk about that after you're done describing. Whoa. And there's flowers all around, and she's wearing a veil. It's a cool card. Yeah, on the uh, as a brief aside on the books, I forgot about those now that you mentioned them, but I met up with Amanda, who is another lol. Yeah. She does Indie Deck Review, which does these cool reviews of Indie Decks, and... I met up with her because they're thinking about starting their own podcast. Do they need hosts? <laughs> I think they have hosts. Okay. Uh, but that's something to, to think about and, and maybe check out in the future when that gets up and running. She gave me the... I didn't ask for them. She was also the one who gave me the, the big holistic tarot book. Yeah, the one But that- she was like, well, you guys had talked about the Thoth decks on the podcast, so here's some books about those decks. And then she handed them to me and was like, I was going to donate these, but now they're your problem. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, I'm going to check them out. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm just flipping through, and there's some cool some cool artwork. I was like, the other day I was looking online, 
we are getting away from the Queen of Pentacles here. Yeah. But anyway, I was looking at some other decks, and then I was like, this is a slippery slope. I'm going to start buying a bunch yeah, of them. Yeah, that's and what happens. I'm not going to do it. So, anyway. So strong. So brave, so strong. The Queen of Pentacles. We're going to read from our good friend Al's deck, Alan Oaken. Yep. The Pirate Guide to the Tarot. Which you bought at Urban Outfitters? I did. All right. That's fine. No shame. A little bit of shame, but it's, <laughs> it's serving us well. Yeah. It's a staple. Did I, oh, here we go. Pentacles. It's like the perfect length. You know, it's not too long, not too short. Good info. Yeah. It, it's... It is very good. So anyway, the Queen of Pentacles' primary principle is security. Mm -hmm. And Alan's meaning behind the Queen of Pentacles is great abundance characterizes this card. This is not merely wealth in and of itself, but an inner richness of spirit. The Queen's power lies in her wisdom. She has a great deal of earthly resources, but more importantly, she knows how to use and distribute them. She is intelligent and commands respect not only due to her worldly position, but because of her wisdom, sensibility, and compassion. The rabbit near her throne is a symbol of fertility. There you go. While the goat's head carved into her armrest shows that she has perseverance. She can sit comfortably in her chair as she has amazing confidence in herself and in the laws of nature. The Queen of Pentacles sits surrounded by the beauty of life. Both her inner and outer wealth are very great. If the Queen is not an actual person involved in the Queer's life at the moment, she stands for the surrounding circumstances. Depending on the position of the card in the reading, these circumstances indicate the ability of the person to overcome any life problem through wise application of the truth she knows within herself. It asks the querent to dig deeply inside in order to come up with something of value from her own internal treasure house. Brian, it's like a good one for him. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, so it's it, all about like for the reading. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a good one to think about. Like you have the answers, you know what to do. You're surrounded by abundance inside of you and outside of you. Right. Yeah, it is a good one for and Brian. And it seems like this week you're going to be very successful and you just need to rely on yourself and know that you have the resources and the answers. I like it. It's a good card. Yeah. It's card of the week. All right. Here we are at the end of the show. We've made it to the outro. I guess we want to start with thank you for Brian. Thank you. Thank you for sharing the news and letting everybody in on what's going on with you. Thanks for letting us do a killer reading. It was a killer reading. And good luck. Good luck and congratulations. So so uh, the opposite of disingenuous, is that ingenuous? I was that? Yeah, you were like, good luck and congratulations, <laughs> Betty. <laughs> no, I'm... I know that you meant it. I've just said congratulations to him so many times. I guess you know what? You can never have too many congrats. Yeah. What's, but now I'm really stuck on like, what's the opposite of disingenuous? Genuine. Yeah. But the rapper, genuine. Yeah, genuine pony. <laughs> Ingenuous. I like that better. Yep. All right. You can find us at No, wait, we have to think the laws first. What? We oh. didn't think the, we didn't think all the laws or have a moment of silence for lost laws. Okay, thanks, Laws. <laughs> that was disingenuous. All right, now do now do the you can find us at. Wait, did we, didn't, did we do both those things? I don't know. We were, we're very uh, disingenuous. Okay, thanks, Lyles. Thanks.
<laughs> Let's have a moment for the lost lols. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can find us at amateurtarot.com. There you can find old episodes. Do we still put episodes up on there? Uh, we do put episode like all of the episodes are on there and you can listen to them on the website but there's no additional content other than like the the excerpt there's no pictures there's no written description etc cool um but you can also ask us a question on that website importantly yes you go to that website on the homepage. you can ask us your question and then give us your announcement and we'll take care of you obviously with a great reading yeah we also have a phone number. It's 314-325-6047. Memorize it. Give it out to your hairdresser. Call it often. Text it often with your questions. Yep. Come join us in the Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash amateur tarot. It's the best place to be. I mean, that's where all these laws are hanging out. Maggie's posting uh, threads about each episode. You can drop in your thoughts or your performance reviews or, or anything that you want to say. It's a good time. It is a good time. Now, Kevin is at Scouts Tarot. One day, there'll be content there. Keep Soon. checking. Check check back often. Soon. I have a couple of days off, so maybe I'll get something up there. Yeah. Even if it's not tarot related, it's college football related. But That's all right. Yeah. You know. I can do like tarot readings. About college football? About who's going to win. Yeah. That's stupid. But I might. You can find Ben at I'm making all this up.com. He posts stuff that he writes. So infrequently now. It used to be very consistent. You're a busy guy, though. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for making excuses for me. You're welcome. Now, another thing that would be helpful is if you haven't already, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Helps you people find the show. And then we get to keep doing this. Finally, thank you too. This week, I don't know. I mean, we've done it before, but I just, I want to say like, thank you to Brian. Thank you for like telling us what's going on. Thank you for making your, your worldwide release on the show. Pew, pew, pew. Exactly. That's awesome. I like it. Thanks to Brian. Thanks to Brian. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Magic, Magic is, is real. real. Does it mean record? I did hit that button, but I also at the same time. Okay, it looks like everything's okay. Yeah. I think this Walt Whitman stamp is pretty cool, though. I know, and so I actually... Wait, you this bought stamps? Wa- yeah, look at how cool these are. Those are really cool. They're like holographic. Yeah, they're like holographic. They've got like an astronaut in the moon. What astronaut is it? It's... Is that... Um, what? Um, Lance. Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Not Aldrin. Lance Armstrong, but the other Armstrong. <laughs> It's like the Ezra thing. Yeah, it's like Ezra Koenig. Uh, Ezra Koenig. Uh, Ezra Klein. That's really cool. You know, every so, time we say that, then I can't remember Ira Glass's name. It took me like two yeah, minutes. No, I like, couldn't think about it either. I actually, it wasn't in my head until we opened our mouths. Until I opened my mouth to Look say at it. this T-Rex thing. I don't even know what that is, but yeah. How would you put that onto... I don't think that goes onto a stamp. Okay. I think that's just. I think that's just like post office gear, you know? Post office swag. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a mailable puzzle. Interesting. This is cool. So do those stamps, do these stamps cost the same amount or is it more because they're... Most of them cost, I mean, unless it's like something special, like those those astronaut stamps, those were just regular like 55 cents or whatever a stamp costs. So like you don't have to get the, the flag. 
I learned all this. Maybe I started getting the catalog because we ordered a bunch of like wedding theme stamps for our wedding last year. Oh, yeah. And then they sent me a catalog and I was like, why do I have this catalog? And then I looked at it and I bought those astronaut stamps and then I was like, okay, now I'm a stamp collector. You can get a Robert Panera Panera stamp and he is a teacher and a pioneer of deaf studies. Okay. I mean, I didn't know that he would be, wow, this is cool. I think I'm going to start I'm gonna get collecting. Stamp one. Yeah. They say that you should, if you're going to become a stamp collector, that you need to like have a theme because there's like too many stamps. So you need some sort of theme. And you know, now I've gotten the astronauts. There's a transcontinental railroad one in there. I'm like, maybe my theme should just be American history. And I should start buying a bunch of yeah. stamps. I feel like with the American history stamp stuff, you would probably... That's pretty broad. That's too much. It's still too yeah. much. Yeah. Because you got all the presidents. Like, there's an Elvis thing in here. You're right. It's, you know, we talked yeah. about the Deaf Studies guy. I mean, that's probably American history. You're right. It's too broad. Here's Marvin Gaye. Right now. Military working dogs. Before I even got the stamp catalog, we had these dragon stamps. These are the last two of the dragon stamps. They're kind of neat. Those are cool. I didn't save any of them, but yeah. I'm excited to use these two so that I can start using the space. Like, I have some. I have a whole sheet of space ones stage for... My personal collection, but I'm excited to start putting the space ones on there because the postman or like whoever gets my letter is going to be like, this is so cool. Yeah. You save it for like special letters. Make letters great again. That's too much. (laughs) I think. This Walt Whitman one's really cool, though. 